Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Hey, DNVR listeners, really excited to tell you guys about some game-changing coffee. Of course, it's Strava Craft, the CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. These guys' reviews are incredible, so make sure you check them out. This CBD-infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. It's helped decrease anxiety, you name it. CBD is all natural, not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty. We couldn't recommend it anymore to our listeners. As Strava says, drink deeply, live fully. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use the code DNVR20 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. What is going on, guys? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Harrison Wind here, Tuesday edition of the show. We are presented today by Total Beverage, where DNVR listeners can get 30% off your purchase of $25 or more by using the code DNVR2019. Do that online or on the Total Beverage app. Total Beverage delivers to most other metro area, and they also now have CBD products as well. A lot to get into on today's show. We got another preseason game to talk about. The Nuggets took on the Suns Monday night. And quite frankly, I think there was a lot of stuff you could take away from this game. I don't think we got the fireworks that I think many, including myself, had hoped for we'd get from the small forward competition. I don't know how much more clarity there is there uh, than there was when we recorded Monday's show. Brennan Vogt and I, if you haven't checked that out, uh, be sure to. We spoke about the small forward position at length, but... Michael Porter Jr., another really impressive game on both ends of the floor. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Also talk about what the rest of the small forwards did. I thought Jeremy Grant was probably the Nuggets player of the game tonight, uh, so I'll get into what I thought of his showing as well. Also some notes on Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Nikola Jokic. I'll go up and down the Nuggets roster as well. The first thing I did want to get to, though, was just kind of talking about the small forward competition as a whole. Because in my opinion, Will Barton has kind of established himself over the first couple games of this preseason and throughout training camp as the leader for that job. And I didn't think he really did anything here on Monday night in this preseason game to separate himself. But over the first two games, I definitely did think he was Nuggets' best small forward. So going off that, I think he's still probably the leader in the clubhouse. But Like I said, I didn't think it was a terribly impressive game from him tonight. And if you look at Barton's stat line, you know, not overly impressive. He came off the bench. Torrey Craig got the start, which wasn't very surprising. Michael Mullen said that even though Craig did not play against the Clippers, he was going to play a lot here against Phoenix, and he certainly did. 24 minutes. I'll get to his night in a second. Uh, But Barton off the bench, 18 minutes, 2 of 8 from the field, 0 of 3 from 3, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, and 5 points. I thought he had some good moments and bad, uh, a couple nice moments taking it to the rim, but you know, a couple moments, a couple possessions 
that looked like the Will Barton from the second half of last year when he just really wasn't the same coming back from that injury. Had a couple pull-up jumpers that you know were not close. One air ball. I know that was almost an air ball. And I don't think he had a great defensive game either. The the thing with, with Barton is, you know, he has flashes of the guy he was two years ago for sure. And I've said I think there's a good chance he can get back to being that guy. But then he's also had flashes this preseason of, you know, the guy he was for most of last season. And that was, wasn't really the consistent guy the Nuggets wanted that three spot. If Barton gets downhill, you know, if he comes off that high screen and roll, whether that's from Plumlee or, you know, Millsap or Jokic and gets downhill, that's when he's most effective. And he had a couple of those uh, good instances tonight. Uh, but largely, I thought he had a pretty mediocre game. I had some good moments, but again, nothing that I think really jumped out to you and said, okay, this guy should definitely be, nothing that said this guy is going to easily win over this starting small forward job. I think he is a leader in the clubhouse. I think he's the odds-on favorite to get the job. I think he should get the job. I think he's Denver's best fit there, as I've said time and time again. But, you know, he's certainly not separating himself right now. Torrey Craig got the start, like I said tonight. Another guy who's vying for this starting small forward job. And I didn't think he was overly impressive either. A 24 minutes, so he played the most out of any of these small forwards. Just 1 of 5 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. One of those misses was an air ball. His first shot, his first touch of the game. Three points. He was a team high plus 20, but, you know, I didn't like how he fit in offensively. I didn't think it was necessarily like that seamless offensive fit you're hoping for if you're Denver. It certainly seems like, and this was the case last year, but a lot of times Nuggets seem to be playing four on five with Torrey Craig out there on the offensive end. And what I mean by that is the defense just isn't really guarding him. You know, the defense is sagging off of him. A doubling elsewhere, a really helping off of him a lot on the weak side. And, you know, we saw that in the regular season. We saw that when he was a part of the starting lineup, and Denver could not get off to good starts throughout, you know, the first couple months of the season when he was inserted into that first five. So I think we saw a lot of that tonight as well. And so I didn't think he really did anything to say, hey, I should be the starting small forward either. Moving down the list, Wancho, kind of invisible for most of this game, to be honest. Uh, he did hit a three, his only shot attempt of the game. Played 18 minutes, finished with six points, two rebounds, and assist. Again, did not really do anything. Uh, I think that Michael Mullen is going to look back on and say, all right, uh, I got to be playing this guy like significant minutes based off his performance tonight. Thought he had some good moments. Uh, again, though, re- really seemed kind of invisible for a lot of this one and you know that brings me to the final guy guy in this small forward competition Michael Porter Jr. had the most impressive game out of any Nuggets small forward tonight 21 minutes 5 of 10 from the floor 1 of 2 from 3 5 rebounds 11 points overall this guy is getting more and more impressive every single game from game one to game two to game three you see consistent strides that this guy is making, both on the offensive end and the defensive end of the floor. His two most impressive plays tonight, two blocks. Both came at the rim. One of them came when he got beat, but he recovered uh, to reject a guy at the rim. His length, the amount of ground he can cover on the defensive end of the floor, it's pretty incredible. He's a must-watch You know, whenever he's out on the court. He's a guy you've got to see. 
because at 6'10", he can just cover so much ground. And I thought a couple of the things he did defensively tonight were really impressive. He had some bad moments defensively for sure. You know, messing up switches, miscommunications. He has a bad one with Wancho tonight. And that stuff I've talked about. He's going to have a lot of those this season. Defense takes time. Defense takes a lot of reps to master. But he definitely had some really encouraging moments on that end of the floor, I thought, as well. So defensively, I thought he made some strides tonight. Offensively, he looked really solid again. Had a really nice pull-up three in transition. Not necessarily a pull-up, I should say, but a spot-up three as the trailer on a Nuggets fast break. Knocked that down. And then he had a really nice fadeaway, high-arcing shot from the baseline on a baseline out-of-bounds play, a play Denver ran for him. Knocked that one down from the baseline, kind of in the short corner and then you know just found his offense around the rim as he's been doing for a lot of this preseason just cutting to the open spot getting on the offensive glass I've been really impressed with how he's battled on the offensive glass two more offensive rebounds tonight he had a couple in that Clippers game as well Uh, but using his length using his aggressiveness he's gonna have a mismatch at the three in most of these games with against most of these players that he's going up against and so you can really see he's learning how to use that 6'10 frame. And you can see it's slowly clicking with him that, hey, uh, I can get rebounds off over these guys. I can be a mismatch. I can be a problem based on who my defensive matchup is. So uh, I thought it was another really impressive game from him uh, on both ends. And, you know, I'm getting a lot of you guys on Twitter hitting me from all angles. Michael Porter Jr. needs to be the starter for this team. Uh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet because this guy is still a rookie, and defensively, he's got a lot to learn. And, you know, you don't want to, I think, give him that role right out of the gate. You don't want to. Maybe Denver gets to a point this season, but I think we're far ways from that. I I would still go with Will Barton, you know, at that starting three spot if I am the Nuggets. Hey, if you guys are looking to pick up some beer this weekend, maybe you're stopping by Total Beverage, make it a Breck Brew. You've heard me talk about Breck Brews on this podcast so often throughout the offseason, and I'll continue to do it all season long here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast. But whether it's a Strawberry Sky, a Colorado Core, I don't know if any of you were down at our Broncos tailgate uh, that we've had a couple Sundays now, and I think we'll keep having it for a lot of the year. But a lot of you guys enjoyed some free Breck Brews on us. So if you're looking to tailgate, stop on by. Enjoy a Breck Brew. Great beer for any occasion. Now, whether that's a Broncos tailgate or you know, maybe a park day on a Saturday or Sunday. Maybe you're you're out at the bars, but you know, Breck Brew, a great beer for every occasion. Strawberry Sky is great, the Colorado Core is great. You guys have probably had, you know, their Avalanche Amber, their vanilla porter as well. Uh, if you haven't, you guys are missing out. So uh check out Breck Brewing, of course. Also, if you haven't been out to their compound here in Denver. Make sure you get out to it. a really cool spot that they've got out there where they have concerts, bars, really everything you could ask for. And, of course, a lot of beer. Real quick, before I get to some other takeaways from this game, you guys know how supporting local business is in our blood. We're super excited to tell you about Denver Rubber Company, and it may not be what you think it is. Denver Rubber Company is the most reliable partner for your local long-term project since 1972. Denver Rubber Company has, prov- has provided the highest quality of products from custom die-cut gaskets, molded rubber, to custom 
contract manufacturing and custom hoses. And guess what? Snow is coming. We've already hit a taste of it. You'll need Denver Rubber Company when it comes to anything snow plows. DRC can cut to size and pre-slot most snowplow rubber. The blades can be cut to any length and slotted for mounting to meet your exact specifications. We went and checked out their warehouse a few weeks back. I gotta tell you, it was nothing short of amazing. These guys have created proprietary materials that make up the inside of wind turbine blades, and we even witnessed machines that cut material that is used in bulletproof vests. Yeah, these guys are no joke. Remember, Denver Rubber Company custom makes it all their family-owned business with loyalty only to the people just like us here at DNVR. Be sure to call them today for any snowplow needs, custom gaskets, hoses, etc. 1-800-259-0010 or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR and tell them who sent you. All right, moving on here to some of my other takeaways from this game I thought the game ball tonight, I thought the Nuggets MVP of this game was Jeremy Grant. And he's been showing it all season. He's been flashing signs that he can be this complete difference maker for Denver throughout the preseason. This was his best game, though. 28 minutes, that tied for a team high with Jamal Murray. 6 of 8 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3, 8 of 8 from the line. 2 rebounds, 3 steals, 22 points overall. He was a plus 14. Grant flashed it all in this game. You know, his ability to take it to the rim in the half court, you know, his ability to play with Nikola Jokic inside, which we saw a lot of today. And I think long-term, once those two really get it figured out, once those two get comfortable together, that's going to be a really good combo for Denver you know, in the future, uh, this year, and well beyond, because I think Jeremy Grant's going to be a piece that's in Denver long-term. Shot the three ball well, hit a couple of them, and if he is a true 40% shooter from three, like he was last year in Oklahoma City. Uh, man, he's going to be a special player in this Nuggets offense. He also flashed a couple other aspects of his game we haven't seen as much. His ability to grab and go, grab a defensive rebound, and then just run the break, find the open man, or take it all the way to the rim. He did that a couple times tonight, which was really good to see. And he just fits everywhere. He fits next to Nikola Jokic. He's going to fit next to Paul Millsap, who didn't play tonight, allowing Grant some more minutes. He's going to fit next to Mason Plumlee. He's going to fit... Next to maybe a Michael Porter Jr. or a Wancho at the four spot when he slides to the five. And Denver has really never had a player like Jeremy Grant. He gives them something they've never had on the defensive end of the floor. A guy at six foot nine that's as defensively versatile as him. Jamal Murray had a great quote at practice the other day. He said when he's on the court with Jeremy Grant, he knows one through five, Jeremy Grant is an automatic switch. Every time those two are engaged in a screen, it's always a switch. Jeremy Grant can guard point guards, guard shooting guards, and guard centers. He guard all five positions on the floor at six foot nine, and a guy who can block shots like he can. That's an incredibly valuable guy to have. And so Denver just never had a guy as versatile defensively as Jeremy Grant. And like I told you guys all summer, Jeremy Grant is going to play a huge role for this team. When I ranked every Nuggets player in terms of importance for this coming season. I had Grant as my fourth most important Nuggets player. I had Jokic, Gary Harris, Jamal Murray, and Jeremy Grant. I think I actually had Murray and Harris switched. Murray two, Harris three. But I had Grant fourth. And I truly do think he's going to be that valuable. He's proven it this preseason. It's going to be really hard for Nuggets to keep him off of the floor. When it comes to Jamal Murray's night, uh, some good, some bad, 
He got on the glass slot, which was good. Eight rebounds. Had some decent success in the two-man game. Six assists. But the Nuggets had 23 turnovers tonight. And the turnovers have been a big problem with Denver throughout the preseason. Michael Malone, not happy about it. Definitely not happy about it after this game either. Uh, but Murray had four of those. And uh, thought some questionable decision-making from him. And Murray had four turnovers. He could have a couple more. Definitely could have had a couple more because you know he had a pass where he tried to feed the post once. I think it was trying to feed Mason Plumlee in the post. And uh, Phoenix kicked the ball. It was a kick ball violation. That could have been another turnover. And so just the decision-making, I thought, was a little questionable. The shot selection, again, a little questionable. And these are things we've been talking about, Murray, throughout the entire preseason. Look, he takes tough shots. That's something he does. And more often than not, you know, he's a guy who can hit tough shots. We saw that in the playoffs. We saw that in the regular season last year. So that's Jamal Murray's game to an extent. He's going to take some difficult shots that a lot of other guys couldn't get away with taking. And he is going to make some of them. But I have thought throughout the preseason his shot selection has been a little questionable. A lot of long twos where he's got a defender draped over him. So I'll be curious to see if that keeps up throughout the regular season. He also did, this was an interesting point in this game tonight, he did take a knee to the thigh. He did take an Aaron Baines knee to the thigh. And a couple funny aspects of this play, but it was the second knee to the thigh he's take, he took in the in like a couple minutes on in a couple possessions. He was down on the ground for a while, stayed in the game, so I think he was all right. And Mike Mullen actually challenged this call because Murray was originally whistled for the foul, but Upon review, the ref saw that Baines kind of lifted his knee into Jamal Murray's path, into Murray's thigh, and then they ended up reversing the call, giving the foul to Murray, or sorry, giving the foul to Baines. But you couldn't help think back to the playoffs last year when Murray ran into a couple knees from Jakob Pertl, and those obviously were, were not called as fouls on Pertl. You know, they, they weren't then. I don't know if they would be now, especially in a playoff setting. But, you know, maybe Denver could at least challenge one of those plays if Murray would have been called for a foul. But, of course, the NBA didn't have that challenge rule back then. Just couldn't help but think back to uh, last year's playoffs and uh, some of those incidents with Jakob Pertl and Murray. But Murray seemed to be okay. He stayed in the game, like I said, and uh, just a minor injury for him there. Also thought Gary Harris had a really nice game tonight, one of his stronger ones of the preseason, maybe his strongest, but on both ends. I thought he played solid defense. And then offensively, 18 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3 in 25 minutes. Had a couple nice plays with Jokic, and I'm expecting a big year from Gary Harris. And nothing this preseason has made me think otherwise. He, he seems very healthy. I like the shape he's coming to this season as. Seems like he's dropped a few pounds from what his playing weight was, at least at the start of last season. So a lot of encouraging signs from him. And, of course, a healthy Gary Harris really increases and raises the Nuggets' ceiling. Before I get to some final thoughts on this game, and I want to touch on Nikola Jokic's night, are you in need of a top dog electrician? Because for over 35 years, Piper Electric has been the most fairly priced, dependable, and trustworthy electrical contract company in the Denver community. If you call 303-646-6765, they will give you the DNVR back-to-school hookup and save you 20% off of your next service call. No job is too big or too small for Piper Electric. They work with the top professionalism and integrity in the biz. 
whether it's residential, commercial, or industrial work. Don't forget, you got to call 303-646-6765 to receive 20% off of your next service call. Wrapping up here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast, Nicole Jokic's night. Let's touch on that. 19 minutes, 2 of 4 from the field, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, a block, 3 turnovers, 4 points. He did have 3 fouls, all of which he picked up in the first quarter, which didn't really allow him to play many minutes with Jeremy Grant in that first half. But here's my read on Jokic in the preseason. Not expending a lot of energy, you know, as he shouldn't. Not really looking to attempt any shots from outside the paint, although he did have two threes tonight. Looking to get his teammates involved. He had a couple of passes tonight that I'm going to go back and watch the film probably a Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. He had a couple passes, a couple looks tonight that were just mind-boggling, that were just stunning looks. And uh, we still take him for granted, obviously. His passing was on point, I thought, tonight. A couple of his turnovers, maybe he misfired a tad, but it just seems like at this point in the preseason, Denver is not completely in sync on, you know, it's cuts to the hoop. It's, you know, actions that require a pinpoint passing from Jokic into a Gary Harris or to a Barton or to a Murray. That connection just isn't quite there yet. You know, I think that will get ironed out and, you know, in a couple weeks' time when this season does tip off, uh, those connections will be solid. Denver will be in sync. But it just seems like, you know, on some of these cuts, on some of these uh, wraparound DHOs, just that synergy is not quite there. Uh, that stuff will certainly come, of course. Monte Morris thought had a solid game. Uh, nothing spectacular, but yeah, just overall, you know, this small forward competition, kind of been a bit, bit of a boring competition outside of what Michael Porter Jr. has done, although you don't really get a sense that he has really any shot of capturing this starting gig right now, uh, nor do I think should he. Will Barton still seems to be the leader in the clubhouse, at least in my opinion. Uh, seems like he's the guy Denver should probably go with. And again, it's not a choice that you feel like amazing about, but I think he's Denver's best option there. I don't think he had a good game tonight by any means, but you know, over the course of the preseason, I think he's been Denver's best option there. Wancho, I don't think he did much tonight to really tell Mike Malone, hey, you know, this should be my job. Neither did Torrey Craig, although I think Craig is definitely a guy who you look at as somebody who's probably got a bit of an inside track on at least some rotation minutes. All right, let me know what you guys think about this small forward battle. I'm sure a lot of you out there want Michael Porter Jr. to get that job. I don't think that's going to happen quite yet, uh, but maybe it does at some point this season if he keeps progressing at this rate. And that's the thing that just stood out to me about him. From game one to game two to game three, I've just seen so much progression from him on the offensive end and on the defensive end as well. If you guys have questions, comments, DNVR subscribers, Go to any story, go to any podcast, go to this podcast and scroll down to the bottom. Leave a question in that comment section that's only open to DNVR subscribers. If you're not a subscriber, hit me on Twitter. I'll get back to you there. We'll be back with another episode on Wednesday. Talk to you guys then. As you guys may or may not know, taking care of your teeth is pretty important. Our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonic Air toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. That's right, you simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare. Check them out today online or call 303-988-0711 to schedule your appointment today.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.